we're here to share the nitty-gritty that's happening behind change. Uh, it's nice to see people all shiny and glossy when they made it, but uh, what happens along the way is uh, usually told after the fact. We're taking uh, some uh, brave water, this brave juice right here, to share Cheers. all the <laughs> stuff that's going on in the moment. And uh, today, the topic is vulnerability. Yeah. Uh, our format is as follows. You can help us pick a topic. We usually uh, discuss a topic and we set up three questions, um, or a couple of questions. Mm -hmm. I have a couple of questions for Kay. She has a couple for me and uh, I don't know her answers. She doesn't know mine. You'll be finding out our answers to these questions at the same time same as we as are. We do, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we hope to learn from each other, get to know each other better, and along the way, share some insights that can uh, help you, our listener or viewer, uh, with uh, going through everything that happens behind the scenes when you're going through change. Let's kick it off. Today, we're going to start off with sharing these questions beforehand. Yeah. So, hit it off, Kay. All right. Uh, you want to hear the questions for you? Yeah, let me hear them beforehand. All right. So, I have three questions for you. The first one is, what words come to your mind when we speak about vulnerability? Mm -hmm. The second one is, how do you hide your vulnerability and why? Okay. And the third one is, how do you allow yourself to be vulnerable and how does that make you feel? Mm. These are your three questions. She's asking me these questions. You might ask them to yourself. And mm -hmm. uh, I think the second and third question were pretty uh, going deep. Going deep, digging deep. So yeah. I had a couple of uh, questions from you. Yeah. You want me to read them? <laughs> yeah, I forgot them. Put the, put the <laughs> My notes. My handwriting here. is pretty horrible. I have to, to decipher read. this situation. <laughs> it starts here. Yeah. So, what prevents you? from showing your vulnerability. Yeah. Um, how has vulnerability helped you in the past or present? Mm -hmm. Who is your vulnerability role model? That's an interesting a one. one to yeah. find out. And when are you the most vulnerable? Yeah, when are you the most vulnerable? Okay. So tough cookie as well let's get going with it the <clears throat> promise is to be honest mm -hmm. taboo free not shy not care about judging and uh, yeah and really share open up yeah so you want to go first yeah or should i go first may i you may go first i'm <laughs> preparing myself for this session it's a tough All session right. what words come to your mind when we speak about vulnerability a bunch of uh, sounds come to my mind first of all. Mm -hmm. Tell me <laughs> and bleh. All right. Um, to put that in uh, proper English, feels uncomfortable, mm -hmm. scary, uh, unsafe. That's more the. How do you say it? one side of the coin i would say because mm -hmm. i've been 
dealing with this concept for quite a while and it's also something i share with my clients who i coach Mm -hmm. for them to evolve in Uh, on the other side of uh, the coin i would say the words uh, connection Mm -hmm. uh, expansion uh, relief uh, trust Yeah, just the weight off your shoulders, I would say, is the biggest way to describe the beneficial word towards vulnerability. Can you explain that further? Um, I feel like a lot of us, especially me, myself, the, the, the biggest secret I would have for the world is that I have feelings and that I also get hurt. Uh, so... Uh, Uh, That's like a big nugget to carry around. Mm -hmm. And then when you overcome that and all those feelings of feeling unsafe or like scary and and when you are able to show up vulnerable, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, it's a big relief there. So the, the, the weight of this secret that you're the only, you're swallowing whatever feeling it might be mm-hmm. uh, is a big relief and at the same time I think when you not allow your when you don't allow yourself to be vulnerable you also don't uh, allow yourself to experience life in its fullest whether it's the joy and the celebration or the mm-hmm. pain and the grief you just uh, flatten it out so when you take that off it's it's a big relief i would say that's a great great insight yeah. yeah i think it also has a lot to do with authenticity how would you relate those two um yeah i think if you show up vulnerable then you really get to the full spectrum and that is being authentic if mm. everything is just perfect and fine and you just pretend that you're just strong all the time then I feel there is no space for vulnerability mm. and authenticity in combination. So you would say somebody who does not show their vulnerability is less or not authentic? Yeah. Mm. I think like, if I think who we look up to in people, it's not necessarily the people that made it to the top and you don't see any scar and scratch on them but actually the ones that fell down 10 times and stood up 10 times and that is by admitting weakness admitting being vulnerable it's learning on the way so i think that is a portion in authenticity kind of interesting when i think about the perfection session we had Mm -hmm. that uh, now the qualities of a good leader or somebody who deserves respect is that you know about their imperfections yeah well at the same time you were also mentioning how hard it is to confess your imperfection Mm -hmm. i think that is related to each other yeah i think it really depends on the environment that you add and how connected you to yourself if you really like if I think back, I would be like, okay, I know what my strengths are and I know what my weaknesses are. I can't be smarter than anyone in this room. So if I get people that are better, 
then the quality and the output of the whole team will be better. But that's not a common mindset of people because you need to be super critical with yourself to be like, I'm not the smartest person when it comes to, I don't know, sales strategies. So I hire someone who is definitely way more skilled and smarter and I let that person shine. Hmm. And you bring that in a work relation, but yeah, how is that with friends, for instance? I think it's the same if you if you have people around you that you can ask for real advice and be like, hey, listen, I don't know how that works, but I really need that, and um, or I haven't, I don't know, emotionally opened up, but I would really like to, and I know someone is further in their development to open up and ask people for advice and help and support. Mm. Is something that is also yeah allowing the whole spectrum of a human being so i'm gonna I'm hit my first question what prevents you <laughs> from showing up vulnerable or showing your vulnerability <laughs> yeah i was thinking about it um i think first of all it's the so-called me myself and i i can really be standing in my own way to show up vulnerable because i still sometimes mimic the wonder woman on this planet and everything is fine so it was a long learning long strip of learning i guess and there is a certain stigma that is still kind of sitting with it that is being weak and yeah you allowing also to be hurt possibly if you show up vulnerable so i think this portion is still ingrained right now Today, right now today tomorrow this week what yeah. is preventing you from showing your vulnerability to your friends what is preventing me today mm. yeah admitting that i'm also a human being mm. and i have vulnerabilities and weaknesses and what's what's difficult about admitting that it kind of I think it makes us all equal in some sense. That is a realization that we all have weaknesses, vulnerabilities, weak points, whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and sometimes it's just not easy to say, hey, I need help. I think speaking out and saying I need help is not an easy one. Why not? <laughs> Because it, in that moment, it kind of, levels you down when you speak to that person that's interesting you ask for help so you look up to someone in some sense so you believe that uh, the helper is above the person that is getting helped do you feel like that when you're helping somebody no that's interesting funnily no that perspective is different But when you are being helped, you feel like the other person is above you. Yeah, but I feel if I help someone, I feel I lift someone up. Mm. So in some sense, if you really give someone a good advice, a helping hand, you really lift someone to achieve mm. another level, for example. Mm. So in some sense, like this makes sense. But if you are in the I need help box, yeah. Mm. Does that make sense? I think... I myself need literal physical help 
literally somebody picking me up from the ground or if I uh, crashed or like literally uh, you pulling off my pants when I'm tired. I don't per se would say that the experience is that you are more than me. Um, I think for me, the biggest hurdle to overcome with it was the internal criticism of why you not do it yourself. Why can't you do it yourself? Mm, okay. So like beating, beating you up in some sense that you don't do it yourself. And actually, yeah, in kind of sense you could. Yeah, I think you don't feel bad if you ask or pay or whatever service you're taking if that's something that you cannot do. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know I cannot mm -hmm. fly a plane, so I don't feel bad mm -hmm. if the pilot flies the plane. Yeah. But if I mm -hmm. ask somebody to do something that I physically, mentally could do myself, the internal critic inside of me, first of all, prevents me from asking that help. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, why are, you, why are you being such a sissy? Just put in mm -hmm. the sweat, put in the blood, put in the tears, whatever mm -hmm. it takes, just, just do it do yourself. It. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Yeah, I think I believe everybody can do everything, anything. Sure. <laughs> so it's, it, it's like I find it an interesting perspective that the other person is above you. I, I, I find it myself. It's more an internal thing. Yeah. It's not like I don't feel above, but I feel like when I when you like when I get helped from someone, I feel someone really lifts me. And that's mm -hmm. where it comes from. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah, I never have that feeling with you. And I think along the months also, we had it once that I remember when uh, you've been hanging laundry. And uh, at some point you asked. <laughs> oh, yeah, the pants. Yeah. And then I was like, of course, like, what a question. And then you said, remember what you said? Mm, no, remind me. You said, uh, yeah, I'm struggling to think what you might think, what kind of man I am. I yeah. cannot even hang it myself. And I was like, seriously, like it would never, ever cross my mind. So I think if it's also good if we struggle to ask for help being vulnerable. It's sometimes good to share that perspective to someone because that really opened my eyes. And I was like, wow. This is so interesting why you've been skirting around asking. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's my internal dialogue. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What kind of man doesn't hang his own laundry? Yeah. Or, yeah, helps with whatever. So I mm -hmm. think that definitely is a great example. Yeah. Um, if these questions right here resonate with you, yeah. pop in your answer. Maybe you have other questions for us, yeah. but uh, let's let's move on to the next one. Thank you, Dasha, for shouting out. She's saying yeah. it's an interesting and honest conversation. That was the promise, wasn't it? Yeah. So we're on the road. <laughs> Woo, <get it. laughs> That's great. Want to hear uh, your, your second? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not shooting questions at you right away. No go. How do you how how do you hide your vulnerability and why? Um, 
I think, uh, how do I hide my vulnerability and why? I think I use a lot of humor. Um, joking about stuff, not making a big deal out of stuff. Uh, laughing about pain. Uh, but I guess the best way to hide it is to hide yourself. Mm. So when I feel wow, less whatever good or I just don't feel that I have the energy that I need or want to have in interactions. So actually what I need in that moment is someone else to lift me up. Mm -hmm. Then I prefer distance, I guess. That's the best uh, best way to hide it. Then you don't have to put you up. You don't have a confrontation. Yeah, you don't have to uh, because it costs energy. And usually when you feel vulnerable, you're also, also low on energy. Mm -hmm. um, and why? Yeah, why not? No, I guess... Uh, <laughs> That's not a valid reply. <laughs> I can't let you get away with that. Why do I hide my vulnerability? I've been really teaching myself and training and exercising in like acknowledging those moments and validating them and stepping up, stepping out. I think it's like a fragile moment and if you've had a couple of experiences of those moments not being picked up right mm -hmm. so if somebody like doesn't just listen but either starts giving you advice or just shoots into stress themselves it creates a bad reference point and while I have had good reference points as well with sharing my vulnerability, I think the self-protection mechanism taught me or I taught myself to hide. Mm -hmm. And I've been making great efforts to change that. And... Yeah, I think it's just the scariness of it. Mm -hmm. But if you, let me jump into that, but if you let your self-mechanism kind of steer the direction, then you kind of also assume that it might hurt and then you're not necessarily allowed to be, no? I don't get the question. What was that? Yeah, if you say like, uh, yeah, I had a couple of experiences where I was not picked up right and that prevents you from showing up vulnerable, yeah. then you kind of let the past Oh, definitely. Steer. Yeah, definitely. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I just said. I, I, That's why I've also been making so much work of it because let's say you have two bad uh, experiences, you show up vulnerable... Your parents don't feel like you're nagging or crying. They tell you to shut up and go away. Experience one. Boom, you take that so much to the heart mm -hmm. that you're like, okay, I'm going to take my feelings to the grave with me. Let's say mm -hmm. five years later, Get it. you're like, okay, I'm really on a breaking point. I got to share something with somebody. And then they laugh at you and you're like, oh, seriously, that's what you've been through? That's nothing. They this. Uh, this acknowledge you yeah, yeah they, they just yeah. don't acknowledge yeah. what you're going through 
Um, simple, tiny experiences create such a feeling of loneliness that you prefer not to reach out. It's just like saying I love you. It's like a vulnerable move. Mm -hmm. And then if somebody is like, thank you, they might be like, okay, I won't say it ever again because that sucked. You know, that really? that could happen. Some people yeah. might have that. Um, yeah. Just as an example, I myself, I think it's mostly, I also have a lot of trouble showing my vulnerability if I feel like other people are vulnerable. Then I feel like they've had enough. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah, I think a lot of people, times when I see somebody in distress or they're like not doing great, then I think like, okay, that, that ship is already sinking. If I put my weight on it, it will just like drown immediately. So you put yourself behind. Yeah, I just don't engage with my own stuff. I show up as a helper, not as somebody who also might need help. Mm. So you kind of show up stronger, despite the fact that actually you would have wanted to share something vulnerable. Yeah, that's why also a lot of times I prefer to hide myself because then I also don't have to deal with other people's stuff if I have my own stuff already. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the day that somebody says a bunch of stuff and then I'll be like, hey man, that's, I'm sorry for that for you, but I've got enough going on so I cannot handle your stuff on top of it. Or to just be like, wow, that's horrible, listen to me now. Those words won't kind of have not come out of my mouth. I think only one time I was in bed reading and you came to me and I was like, oh man, I'm just reading, let me just read. Like, I had a long day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that also is a rejection that you're handing out in that moment. So I think feeling rejected is not nice. Mm -hmm. Stops you from showing up vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And I don't like to reject people in that moment as well mm -hmm. because I needed that much myself. Mm -hmm. I don't reject it. It's really hard for me to reject that. Yeah, I get that. But I also, I mean, I, I totally get it. And I find it also super hard to show up again and be like, hey, I want to share again. And I want to show up vulnerable. Mm. But still, at least I try every time because I find this is also a big key to learning this skill. To like give it a full chance again. You Give gotta, you gotta keep trying. Again. I think with vulnerability, the metaphor of falling down, picking yourself up, yeah. and then the falling down part is that you try to <clears throat> share your vulnerability. Yeah. And however that goes, you try again, you try again, you try again. Yeah. It's not like something really bad happens you just might feel rejected and that I, th I think that's the core of the sensation that's unpleasant that's true but then then like after this experience you kind of have to ways close off or be like that was unpleasant but i'm gonna try again right i, I think, think the second option is, is is a hard one to pick yeah, absolutely for a lot of people and yeah. then the, the again the same example with love if somebody dumps you mm -hmm. takes you a while before you're 
back at it again that's the rejection that you have to like process like yeah be open and vulnerable with somebody again but you try again not That's everybody does. Not everybody, no, of course. I think there are plenty of people who, yeah, yeah, like put the gates up halfway. You can only get to a certain point, and then it gets too scary for them. Yeah, but I feel then again coming back to the spectrum, you don't get the full spectrum. No, not that. at all. No, no, no. Then you kind of like stay on a superficial level of like. Yeah, yeah. If it works, it works. It works for a lot of people. Apparently. <laughs> I got how has vulnerability helped you in the past and present? Yeah. In the past. <laughs> in the past, I guess there was not much vulnerability that I was willing to show. So I feel like the kind of pressure cooked for many, many years because mm. I was suppressing it. And then it bursted into my burnout that's how it feels so mm. it helped <laughs> it really helped even though i was not willing to show it but it helped to make my body break down and change the course of my whole life and realize that it's not where i want to go so that's the past and then the present um yeah i think it took a long time to learn that being vulnerable is not a weakness and to listen to my body listen to my boundaries and really respecting that made me realize that it actually is a strength to really admit to someone and be like hey i yeah i cannot talk about it right now or i don't have the headspace to deal with your problem or whatever i would be everywhere for everyone i would try to really yeah, just give everyone whatever they wanted and put myself very last. Mm -hmm. And I think to really learn that I always say, put your oxygen mask on first before you can help others. That's like my you metaphor. Say it, you say it, but the, how much do you do it? I think I'm, I wouldn't say I do it all the time, for sure not, but I think I'm learning. It's not an easy one. And and what I find those. what I find interesting about that example is that uh, the purpose of putting your own oxygen mask on is to help others. In your metaphor. Yeah, but I would help others without putting my oxygen mask first. I would help them and then I would faint. That's what mm, I would do. No. I would always feel responsible. I would feel responsible to reach out, reach back, to respond, to give people answers. And now it's like, yeah, if I, I don't know, if someone needs to wait because I don't have the headspace right now, then this is just a natural process to it. Hmm. So, yeah. And what does that actually help you with? It helps me to understand that like I have my boundaries and it's important to draw them around me because otherwise it's it's like half. It's living half. It's giving half. It's giving less. It's giving, not really being there. If I, if someone really needs my advice and needs my time and I put myself, my head around it and I schedule a call, whatever it is, or a coffee to talk about it, then I'm, I show up there fully and I'm there. 
but mm. it maybe doesn't happen tomorrow it happens in a week or two because then i have the headspace for it so it kind of also like yeah it helps me to be what i find interesting about your answers and i get mm -hmm. them i feel like your your boundaries create a safe space for you so you don't overreach you don't yeah. give from an empty cup um but i my intention with the question was more uh, towards uh, when do you show up vulnerability uh, when do you show up vulnerable and how does that help you in the present yeah how do i show up vulnerable yeah like when how has vulnerability helped you like and you the examples that you give are about uh really being clear about when you don't have enough yeah. to give yeah but the question is more towards when are you asking to receive when, when you I'm asking to receive yeah like when you want somebody to be there for you mm. that whole thing didn't exist in your head as you were explaining it so no because i didn't understand the question that way okay. at all yeah i think it's a great part of vulnerability to definitely realize that you have boundaries and you communicate those but at the same time a big part of the whole process is to somebody calls you and is like hey i need to talk and then you'd be like actually i need to talk mm -hmm. or hey how are you doing not so great actually mm -hmm. yeah but to say not so great would have not happened in the past at all it what, was a long process to get there and what how does that help you to say it? How does it help me to yeah. say it? Yeah. I don't understand the question. <laughs> Saying that you are vulnerable. Yeah. That you're like, hey, I'm not doing so great. What value does it have for you? It makes me really not swallow and just press down something and be like, I'm fine be really the person I am, really show up who I am, show up as who I am and show up with the full range of emotions. And if I'm not great, I'm just not great. Last year, end of the year, I twisted my ankle and I was really everything else than great. I was no fun to be around, literally. And I had friends over and they were like, we're really worried about you. And I'm like, yeah, me too, <laughs> because I feel like shit. Mm. And it was... Yeah, it was not pleasant, but it also made me realize that usually I'd be just like, haha, I'm fine. No, I was like, no, I'm really not fine. I'm not in a great space because I cannot move more than five meters and I just, I'm kind of stuck to my couch. Yeah, yeah that's a great example. And what, what did sharing that with your friends help you with? It helped me realize that people are still there for you and they really care they yeah and then they say hey how can we help you can we support you with sh uh, running errands or whatever can we i don't know can we give you something can we do something for you how can we cheer you up that's Shall great we get you favorite cookies and hot chocolate or something nice yeah nice or can we i don't know even people will be like hey we can organize some treatment for you or whatever Mm. so yeah yeah that's a big realization that if you do not 
show that you're hurting, show that you, show your vulnerability. Nobody can read your mind. Yeah. So you won't receive any help either. Yeah. And you were surprised by the fact that people were there mm -hmm. for you as well. Absolutely. It also kind of also shows you who is really there for you in those times. If mm. people don't turn your, their back on you, but are like, hey, you're not fun to be around, that's okay. 99% of the times you are fun to be around. And today you're not, that's fine. Let's, let's do something mm. that might cheer you up. And that's also beautiful because then you really also learn about people. Yeah, that's what I meant when I said like the connection that you allow to happen when you show up vulnerable. Mm -hmm. If you don't show up vulnerable, that connection will not have the opportunity to take place. Yeah, get it. If you allow a person into your whatever it is you're going through, whether they're silent or helping hand or whatever, whoever is present, you will remember that. Mm -hmm. Even, so true. Even, yeah. even if it's with a text or, or whatever, just like, hey, I'm thinking about you. I know that you're going through yeah. something that is not nice. And that's it. Sometimes nobody can do anything. Nobody could fix your ankle. You just had to ride it out, right? Yeah. But the, the, the allowing people's presence is, is such a great... Uh, yeah. And then you have people to celebrate it with as well. Yeah. When it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Drop a comment or a like if you uh, enjoy what's going on right now. Uh, share with us topics that you would appreciate for the podcast Love Change to take on. Yeah. The Thank messy you. process of the messy, change. The nitty gritty. <laughs> I don't know why I like that nitty gritty all the time. <laughs> Definitely like it. Save it for it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Clarification for questions. <laughs> what? I love it. Clarifications and more questions. That's also good. That's that's what it is to be life, right? I don't get the question. <laughs> no, but it, I really wanted to see if you would also show your vulnerability. I feel yeah. like you started uh, realizing that you had to protect yourself from yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's one part of the story. Yeah. But how do you allow other people to help you? You know? Mm -hmm. well, yeah. Yeah, it's good. My turn? Yes, sir. Yeah. How do you allow yourself to be vulnerable? <laughs> that's the next question. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> what okay. a bridge. <laughs> I like to pass on this question. <laughs> Sorry, this car doesn't exist in this podcast. How do I allow myself to be vulnerable? I, I've been doing a lot of work with my coaches around how I perceive vulnerability. Um, the, the perception of flagging vulnerability as weak, as uh, victim behavior, as... Uh, just tiring in general, just like something that is draining you. I've, I really had to shift that inside of myself. So right now for me, the, the challenge, I, I made an experiment out of showing up vulnerable has to do with curiosity about the interaction that takes place. Um, 
I don't always succeed in it. Sometimes I just don't have the energy for it. I think today was a great example. I uh, realized over the weekend that my back was having an injury. I had a lot of pain sitting, couldn't stand, and just couldn't get around to do the things that I would like to do. There's a bunch of things I like to do, and I can't do them right now. It distracted me from my work, so I'm in a bad place. And today was one of those days that I just wasn't open for whatever connection or curiosity. I was like, the hell with it. I just... Leave me be. Yeah, leave me be, literally. And that is, I think, the, the perfect example of how... Uh, adaptive one has to be so i have to deal with this on a daily basis so i'm building up my training regime and like my productivity is going up and then for the so many a time i fumble and my frustration takes over in that moment and i shared my frustration a little bit with you you reacted surprised and i was like why are you surprised? Get away from me. There's no place for me. I think the part of me that's like open up about it in those moments is outvoiced by my frustration of like, I do not feel vulnerable in that moment. I'm like, here we go again. What does that mean? Like, I've been through this. I've been through so many injuries. It just yeah. requires patience and time and a chill mindset. And I think also it's good to realize that I haven't gone through many injuries with somebody. Mostly I've done it by myself. So I am used to shifting my, my energy myself and allowing somebody into that space that's new for me. Mm -hmm. So that's a great realization to do it uh, next time. Wow, well, yeah. To to open up about there is some type of hopelessness in experiencing the same thing over and over again. A bit groundhog. Yeah, and then you know right. where you got the energy all the other times to get over it. So you do know what process you have to go through. But then at the same time, like, uh, you just get up and walk off. And like, of course, cannot compare apples and pears. But I'm sitting here with the feeling of it's not fair. And what is not fair? Yeah, life is not fair, but it was never supposed to be fair. <laughs> so uh, I think to answer your question, how do I allow myself to be vulnerable? For me, it's a real experiment. That's why I also, as I teach my clients, as we explore the topic with my clients, I'm also learning a podcast I did on the topic, Empower Your Vulnerabilities, the part that you mentioned to realize that you have boundaries, to know when you have to say, I had enough. That's a whole process on its own. And I have dealt with that. I'm pretty good with that. On the other side, I have to deal with a way more fragile body 
a way more fragile vessel. So if I go over the edge, I have to pay a lump sum. Okay. And yeah. every time that happens, I'm reminded of all the other times that I had to go through it. So it's like a repeat of a not nice experience. And kind of a throwback, right? Yeah. And I think what I realized today now with this question you ask is that I've always done it by myself. Like even my mom, my sister, I would just keep everybody at a distance. I would be like, okay, this is something that nature has to heal. It takes time. Okay, they might bring me some food or whatever. But for the rest, I just like to distract myself with, uh, I don't know, movies and stand-up comedy. Like if, if I'm in that space, I don't even enjoy writing. Mm, I get it kind of have to disassociate with myself in those moments. And I think showing up vulnerable in that moment, like really live, really, really live, uh, haven't had much experience with that. How did it feel today? Today, I felt like I rejected you at some point. And I saw the tears in your eyes as well, that, that you were like, okay, let me know if you need anything. Mm. And then for the rest, I'm okay, because that's what I'm used to. I think the new stuff is something mm. that I'm experimenting with. And I think, I think that's also a thing with allowing vulnerability is that you think, oh, it's going to take forever if I open up my vulnerability box. While usually it can be a five or ten minute chat or a half hour. And if it's necessary, it takes the whole day. Mm-hmm. But yeah. to be like, nah, everybody's got stuff to do and we're just going to not make time for it because it's not worth it. That's also definitely a part that's preventing me from doing it, I'd say. And and that's how I've been trying to reframe it for myself is to realize that there is so much connection and the interaction that happens, like you said, that somebody shows up for you there and they, 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 you, you discover and realize a lot of things about people feel like that's, uh, that's how I am able to step into this, lean into this. So if anybody is as allergic to vulnerability as I have been, I would say just experimenting with it is a great way to go about it. And that's, that's how I do it. Yeah. I just, exp- I really have to notice it inside myself that there is something stressing me, bugging me, bothering me. I have to acknowledge that and not be like brushing it off. I have to validate that it's okay to be upset or hurt or feel bad about something internally before I can even mention it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found the it's not worth it. I found that pretty interesting. The, the time or whatever. It's not worth it to share. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I think it's a good one to, to think about because I feel like it's always worth it to, if it helps you. So, as I said, if there is something I can do, let me know. And that's for me also. It's always mm. worth it to mm. share because, yeah. Probably now we are talking about it now you're like, yeah, I just realized I have never had someone around mm. feeling like that. So it's a different thing. But then I feel always, yeah, for me, talking about things always helps to 
realize or reveal something new, see a different perspective on things, and mm. then it's always coming to the point where it's worth it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's the human connection, otherwise it's yeah. superficial. That's interesting though. You've always been this open because when I hear you talk about your past relationships or your career, you've been coming from a different place. Surely coming from a different place, but still not sharing much. I mean, we spoke about it that I said I was I was being in relationships and I was living next to someone. So not necessary, no. But I think what I allow is if emotions or if a particular emotion comes up, I just allow it to be. So if I feel hurt or even like super joyful and tears come to my eyes, I just allow it. And at the same time, it it also comes and goes. So if I feel, I don't know, mad at something, discovering yesterday that my bike was stolen, I was mad. But then also I just allow it to like mm. erupt and then I let it go. Because that's like for me, that's a, a great way, way of, of just hewing. passing the emotions yeah. by allowing them. Yeah. So even if I have tears in my eyes when we talk about something, usually they just like roll down my cheek and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not lying in bed for half a day and crying my eyes out. No, I think you're a great teacher for me to see how you're uh, allowing emotions to uh, uh, be present. Flow. Yeah, flow. And really flow. you don't hang, get stuck in them or, or like nostalgic for days. Like, yeah. Oh, my bad. yeah, but especially the joy. I feel like the if you allow it, I, I just also enjoy this feeling inside of yourself like if we have a moment that is super beautiful and tears roll down my cheek and it's something really beautiful i kind of like screenshot this moment in my mm. head and this feeling in my body that is just like wow yeah i think definitely you're one of the prime examples of how to i think though that's maybe behind closed doors i don't know how you are with your friends yeah, it could be. I haven't seen you with your <laughs> But yeah, I think that's a great... I mean, of course, the level of intimacy is more with you than... It's different. It's different. But... Still. But I think it will be a great enhancer of the depth in your life if you can integrate emotions in the moment. I remember from the past, I would feel sad for no reason when everything was okay in my life and then do a little introspection and realize it was sadness about something that happened six months ago. Mm -hmm. But I do not allow that sadness in the moment. I stay like in the gray zone. I'm like mm -hmm. very uh, unbothered. Mm -hmm. So I... What a good word. Yeah, so I <laughs> put, put the emotions aside and they're waiting for me on hold on hold and then when they take place i cannot even relate them to what's going on in my life currently mm -hmm. while when i watch you if there's a butterfly in the sun you can take it and enjoy <laughs> it you don't make a photo to enjoy it later you enjoy it in that moment yeah. and if your bike is gone you're bummed out in the moment and yeah you really 
are able to let these emotions flow. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think flowing is a good word. But yeah. really, like also like with all the ups and downs, I can get yeah. really mad about the bike. I got really mad and I was like, yeah, yeah! raging almost. Yeah, that's but true. then also letting it go. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. So what was the next question? Who's your role Who's model? Who's my role model? Who's your vulnerability role model? I, I asked one of my uh, clients that question recently. She had a lot of trouble with it. Uh, I had plenty trouble with that one. <laughs> so I'm going to give it back afterwards, after my reply. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but first of all, I was thinking about it and I was like, it's not like one person that I would nominate as my role model, but I think um, reading Alicia Keys' uh, biography, She's just the last couple crush. weeks. She's she, a, I have a crush on her. Let's yeah, let's be honest. No, but I I like the depth of her thoughts and insights, mm-hmm. and that's pretty beautiful. And uh, she posted a video a couple of days ago. I think it's like the recent video, and she said, um, "What was it? Um, uh, that you basically." Usually she would speak from a place of optimism that she would think herself into. So even if things, even if shit hits the fan, literally, she would speak out of a very positive. Up. Because then like words have the power and words influence your actions and mm. words basically, you, you, yeah, what you say happens. And then she was watching a series with her son. And then it was about, yeah, if there is fear, you also have to speak out this fear because then you can deal with it. You can do something with it. And she was like, yeah, that kind of like confronted the idea of positive positivity that I really live and embody. Mm-hmm. But then it made so much sense. It was such a strong thing. And I was like, yeah, like among all the things that I learned from her in the, bo- in the book. But that one was really good. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. because I feel really she lives this whole mindset. And when she started her no makeup movement, it was also like. People started to criticize her this so much. And she was like, I don't care. Like, I just want to show people that this is beauty. I think that's a great yeah. example of uh, showing your vulnerability is your authenticity to show up raw, naked, uncut. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great example. Yeah. Who is your role model then? Mm. I think for a long time it was Eminem, just the way he uh, could share his twisted mind and what he's been through. Mm-hmm. And he would come from a very confronting, aggressive place, anger. Yeah. But he would share his vulnerabilities. I think also in 8 Mile, the, the movie he did, uh, the part that he really wins from the other guys, he just mm-hmm. disses himself completely. Yeah, He's like, this is all you got on me. And that's what it is. And that's mm-hmm. what gave him the win. Um, I think another great example. I really have to find that dude. <laughs> he was Which on... It, it was a priest very young priest he has a church in california i believe and he was on impact theory for an interview and the guy could really just let his tears flow and and laugh and just 
flow in these emotions in a conversation and uh, yeah I, I feel like to be truly inspirational motivational is to show these things mm -hmm. you know it's not about the biceps and the big white chest and stuff no it's 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 about the guy who's crawling through the mud he wants to give up and he picks himself up or he allows other people to pick him up and I think those are examples that really stuck with me and I think now I'm slowly shifting from the angry Eminem into the priest guy who's really able to let his emotions flow because that creates the connection that you cannot get with a person who's shiny. Shiny only makes it that far. Yeah. I think that's why Alicia Keys also sits so deep with you because mm -hmm. she's so positive about her body image. Mm -hmm. about her looks about just the way nature made her yeah yeah nice. whatever she shows up is just like this is my morning routine no makeup nothing on her just washing her face yeah and it's just like oh my gosh this yeah. woman is just so cool so yeah. authentic yeah such an inspiration yeah to be able to not get imprinted by all those media outlets comparisons is she hotter she looks sexier i have wrinkles i'm starting to grow uh, gray hairs no <laughs> this is the way yeah. i am evolving in this body and mm -hmm. look at it shine i think it's a powerful example she's a great role model i believe yeah but i think for me also the conversations we are having here is kind of role modeling for me as well i find it really Yeah, I kind of always forget that we are doing it live and people are listening. And mm. it's nice to always, not always, but most of the time, get your head around just having this conversation, being raw, being honest, being real, without thinking, oh, can I say that? Oh, like, just really be. And that's also... I think I don't have that modern. social filter like you explained. I do have an emotional filter. I think that's for me the challenge here. Yeah. I can be open about whatever is going on, mm -hmm. but to really allow the emotions flow like you can. Yeah. I think that that is my uh, ambition and I think I can uh, realize it by experimenting with it, to be with people in front of people and not feel any difference in helper or helpy. It's just about sharing. Mm -hmm. And... That's what I also see with vulnerability. A lot of times when you do share vulnerability, the people you share it with, they shut down. They can't deal with it because it resonates in a place with them that they're trying to suppress. So either they, they're quiet or they change the topic. They cannot engage with your realness because it's... Yeah, knocking on the door in their own stomach. Yeah, gosh, this is so good. I think that's why within a more masculine culture, there is so much teasing and, and um, how do you say it, dissing and just like mm -hmm. calling each other gay or weak because everybody has feelings, but nobody wants to admit them. And the people who are raw about it, they mm -hmm. really scared the hell about the people who were trying to suppress those feelings. Mm -hmm. And that's that's 
that's a sad thing. At the same time, it is room for growth. It's room for expansion. Yeah, but it's also, again, the ability to allow. Like, if this is my darkest shadow, mm. and that's something I'm trying to suppress since ever, no. and then someone shows up with exactly this set of authenticity and rawness, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, that literally takes the air away. Mm. So, yeah. I think in that's a good a, way or in a bad way? No, it can be it can be both ways. But mm. I think if you're really trying to suppress something and then someone shows up with exactly this, it's sometimes really hard to... Swallow it again. Yeah. yeah or it has to come out. Yeah. I mean, for me, that's, that's like the idea of uh, body image. If people just are really super comfortable in their body, I'm like, wow, I want to have that. Mm. <laughs> that's just beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, I still struggle myself in many ways with it. But yeah, mm. it's a learning process. It's a journey. That's definitely what it is. Yeah. Do we have any questions left? Yes. When are you most vulnerable? That was me asking you. Yes. When are you most vulnerable? Top two, three. You don't have to pick one. <laughs> hmm. Top two or three. Think that even if you say it seems so easy when I experience feelings, but really talking about feelings, like the moment we had this week, I've been talking about feelings. Gosh, this lump in my stomach mm. sometimes feels like a 20 kilo stone. Mm. So those moments where there's like so much in the game in what some is, sense. What does that mean? There's so much in Yeah, there? admitting, for example, telling someone I love you first. Yeah. Or speaking about something that is not great, but you want to get it out of your way. Something that is really not easy to address. Mm. And yeah, if the stakes are high in terms of like, yeah, I don't know. If I say I love you first, you say thank you. Or are you, I don't know, are you on the same page? Or whatever it is. In those situations, that's where I'm like, mm. yeah, mm. I think this is, I kind of, my indicator my compass for this is exactly this funky. I said this week it's a funky feeling in, in my, my belly. belly yeah. And that's exactly what it is. Funky feeling in the belly. Yeah, and if that can is... happen with everything. Yeah, absolutely. Or if I'm, I don't know, if we speak about something that I'd be jealous about or something that kind of got twisted or whatever and I kind of don't understand the message or something and mm. it kind of like really gets <laughs> in this crampy feeling in my belly. And I'm like, yeah, I try to be as vulnerable as possible, but then it's like, whoa, the stakes are really high. Yeah, I find this uh, stakes are really high a great metaphor. Yeah. I feel if I would say it myself, if it touches my insecurities, yeah. then I feel very vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. If it's something that I don't really care about or <laughs> that's the point with this you see how much you care yeah. with this like speaking about what we spoke this week you see how much you care how much that means yeah. to me how much this relationship means to me how much those things really mean yeah yeah and then then the stakes are high yeah that's exactly where the stakes that. are high 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Yeah. What happened? What happened? I think we reached an hour. Oops. Oopsie. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, Bob. The funky feeling in your belly. It's being, it means that I'm being real. That's Yay. very true. That's, That's very true. true. Yeah. But still, we reached an hour. So okay. we reached an hour already. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. That was a beautiful conversation. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, thanks for uh, sharing so much. Yes. Um, <laughs> we love you too. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I guess what's left to say about today, the topic is how can vulnerability make you thrive? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of great examples. Being authentic is highly valued in business, in life, in thinking back, whether you were yourself or not, mm -hmm. how much you were wearing masks or not. And vulnerability is a, maybe the shortest way to being authentic. But also the... Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, cold, <laughs> it's a cold, cold bath. Yeah, yeah, it is. It definitely is. Yeah, I think the, the stakes are high. It's like the feeling in the belly. Mm -hmm. Those those moments that you truly feel vulnerable. Looking at those as an experiment to connect. For me, for me, it's like I have very high value on connecting with people feeling connected. Mm -hmm. So... Um, that's how I how it helps me helps me thrive if I allow vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And how about you? What would you recap the, the conversation with? I think the conversation was beautiful. I think for me it really comes down to if I allow myself to be vulnerable, then I can feel the full spectrum of emotions mm -hmm. and really let them flow, let them permeate me. Really allow it to be. And that's these are the moments that you remember. These are really the moments that you remember mm. that you like s capture in your brain camera and keep mm. them forever. Yeah, that's a great way. I feel like, yeah, that, that, that you remember the feeling moments that you allowed yourself to be vulnerable is because you allowed yourself to be in that mm -hmm. moment. And you will definitely forget all the moments that you suppressed yourself. Yeah, have a good example. You have, have a, yeah, tell like me. scratching together my courage to kiss you for the first time. That was one of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's a great example. <laughs> like moving around on the chair all the time, turning around at some point being like, I'm sorry, just can't hold back. I just need to kiss you. Yeah. These are the moments that was just like, oh my gosh, big lump in my belly. Super funky feeling, but I just need to do it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> so where is it yeah. yeah, that's a great uh, example. It's a great memory, yeah. also. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is, yeah, that is exactly the full spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I think we had a great session. Yeah. If you've been watching live, great. You were first to get it live, raw, <laughs> uncut. If you missed it. You can check it out on uh, Spotify, YouTube. Still gonna st stay raw and uncut. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> wherever you catch your podcast, if you want the video on YouTube. 
If you have topics for us, uh, share them. Um, if you want to share something that's going on with you, feel free to message us as well. Yeah, It's a great way to connect and share this episode if you think it's valuable for yes. your friends or family. Or share, screenshot it um, and just share it and share your biggest outtake. That's yeah. always beautiful to reach other people that might also value from what we are talking about. Awesome. Find awesome. value in what we are talking about. All right. Cool. Thanks Thank for you guys. Tuning in. Love change out. <laughs> Love change out. <laughs>